You know what you haven't said at all this podcast? What's that? Meow. <laughs> Sexy like a meow meow. <laughs> I mean, this is Game of Thrones podcast. Shit is gonna go ape shit, and we just have to deal with it. Yeah, well, it went completely fucking ape shit and uh, fucking ruined half hour discussion. Well, you know what? We can streamline this. <laughs> so, what do we talk about? <laughs> oh my god! All right, so uh, let's try it again, starting from scratch. We are the Knights of Run. This is episode four. Game of Thrones Season 6 Speculation Podcast with Baby Doll. Hi. And the Geek the Furious Magnus, aka Star Lord. No, uh, no, that's not the outfit I'm wearing. I am the assassin from Season 1 who went to kill Bran and got killed by, who was that? Shaggy Dog Summer? I don't remember. I can't remember either. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I should know that. How many times? And Bran. Every time somebody says Bran, all I can think about is Muesli. The cereal. Have I completely lost you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> raisin Bran. Oh, Raisin Bran, the cereal. I thought you were talking about cereal, the podcast. I was like. <laughs> Who is Bran on cereal? <laughs> like, what? He's actually Robert Durst. What is she talking about? Which is not on cereal. <laughs> I know. I know it's not cereal. Robert Durst is oh on HBO. Like Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Wow. Way to fucking bring that around. You're good. You are good. Baby doll hasn't podcasted in a very long time, but she's a little bit rusty. Yeah, you are a little bit rusty. But um, the mechanics still work. The mechanics still work. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, we recorded about a half hour before this, and there was so many sexual innuendos <laughs> that... It's, I'm so sad that we lost them, though, because we were really oh, on like, a roll. Like, really? Like, there was some good shit. There was, like, there was a girthy penis one. Game of Thrusts. King's of, fucking. Oh, the whole... We lost the whole porn discussion. We did that. Oh it wasn't you porn. It was HBO. Wow. And then me not dressing up as a what was it? Oh yeah, you were supposed to dress up as a wildling. You were supposed to have a red wig on. Uh, God. And then we started. We, then and then we I got said real... no. I, and then I said no. I, I'm actually um, pulling a um, Cersei's atonement look. Right. And you were supposed to be naked. And then you turn the webcam on. And you were not, and that false advertisement <laughs> ruined the podcast because it stopped recording at that point. It was like, where's the naked time? And mm-hmm. I was highly disappointed. And then, oh, and like my best line was that one about not making out with girls ever since uh, Marcella died mm-hmm. from a kiss. Yep. And that it had completely stunted my my love life last year. Uh you know, where I only kissed six girls instead of 12. I mean, and that wasn't even true. But it sounded good when I said it. And then I did my British accent. Oh, my God. Your British accent was so fucking on point. On fleek? I don't even know if that's appropriate. No. And I said, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, 
and it was fucking wonderful. It was, it was. I know. Amazing. I'm so sorry we lost all of that. And then we but, talked about like then we got real highbrow and all and uh, like high and mighty about mm-hmm. our world traveling and how cultured we are. And, and then me comparing Game of Thrones to all the geopolitical issues of the past 60 years and specifically and, the Middle East. And that's exactly when I said, "Wait a minute. This poor case is not recording." And that's what happened. And this what happened? And I think we did a really good job streamlining that. We are so fucking good. You would think that both of us were highly educated uh, with graduate degrees. I mean, I am highly educated with a graduate degree. Oh. So. Oh, me too. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, So I think we should get back to the crux. (laughs) All right. So, God, we had that great fucking Shireen discussion, too. That's gone forever. So the Shireen discussion, let's bring it back. It started by me talking about her... Um, talking to her her father about the Dance of the Dragons and essentially saying that she wouldn't have chosen between um, Aegon and Rhaenyra or whatever the name is. And it was choosing sides basically is what plunged Westeros into civil war. And I compared that to the three characters who don't really choose sides, which is Littlefinger, a.k.a. um, Lord Baelish, a.k.a. somebody I would definitely fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right we got down to that, that i forgot that yeah that's right because you then, like the machiavellian fucktards go ahead then Tyrion, right and Varys. right and then i said well i think Varys has a side and i think Tyrion uh leans towards doing the right thing even though he has also done some terrible things mm-hmm uh and that little finger is out for only one side and that's his and, and that he's a liar when he tells Sansa, you know, we avenge the ones we love because he still hasn't. And then we talked about Sansa and Reek jumping off the rampart. And oh, and, oh where, that's right. Where they were going to be and where, and where are they gonna go? going to go. Yeah. And I said that I thought Brienne would, would end up where she does in the books. We won't really get into it because that is kind of a spoiler territory yeah, for people who haven't read the books. But uh, but I did posit that I think Sansa will run into Littlefinger. Littlefinger will bring her back to the Vale, uh, call, have her call her army to her, and then they will march on Winterfell. And mm-hmm. that uh, Jon Snow will eventually be resurrected, although I do not believe, and this is somewhere that we were uh, right before we realized we weren't recording, mm-hmm. I do not... I am of the mind that he will not be res- resurrected by Melisandre. He will be resurrected by Thoris of Mir, who Me- Melisandre will remember, could resurrect somebody, and will go find. He was the one that resurrected uh, Beric Dondarrion. Right. right, right, right. And we, had, we actually talked about that, where he had said, you know, he had been resurrected like five or six times in the show. I can't remember in the show how many times they talked. But that pieces of him disappear whenever he's re- resurrected. And I think Jon Snow has been dead for so long by the time they get to him that something will be different. And I posited that at some point down the line, Arya will run into Jon Snow and realize Arya's he is not Jon Snow. That she, Yeah, she will leave. Once she finds out that Jon is dead, she will go on a fucking mission to kill every... She will find out. This is what I believe. I think she will find out that the Night's Watch killed him. And that she will start fucking killing nice Night's Watchmen. She will kill anyone wearing the black. Except and Sam, though. Let's hope he doesn't kill. Maybe I don't know. 
stop. <laughs> I mean, let's like let's not kill Tubby Wubby. <laughs> I used to be Chubby Wubby. I also want to mention that we did discuss um, the beginning of season five when there was the flashback for Cersei as a child, and she goes to that witch who says, um, looking into her future, that gold oh, yeah, will yeah. be the shrouds of her children. And so far, two have died. Um, R.I.P. They're all going to die. And Marcella, again, who was poisoned. And so Tommen, are we thinking that he's going to be the next in season six? Yeah, or season seven. I think I could see him surviving and then dying. Like, But I, you know, I almost feel like because they keep talking about the fact that they feel like they're at the end point. Mm-hmm. I think every big thing, and you know, and I guess we could get into our predictions. I feel like every big thing that will set in motion the end game, being whatever is supposed to happen with mm-hmm. White Walkers and all that stuff and the dragons, happens at the end of this season. So, yeah, I believe Cersei will lose her fucking mind when Tommen dies. And that she will utilize that wildfire or try to. And at that point, Jamie will have to kill her or maybe someone else will have to kill her, you know? And her. what's going to happen to Dorne and the relationship that it has with the Lannisters after Jamie comes back with the dead Marcella? And obviously they're going to know that it's Alaria. I think that's interesting. Unfortunately, I know too much of the Dorne plot in the book, so I can't posit an opinion because I'm pretty sure they're going to do something similar not exactly that because it's different in the books. Like he has, he actually, he has a, uh, there are more people who could take over Dorne than in the show. In the show, it's like one person is the heir. Uh, and it's a guy. In the I mean, they're going to do something not. to, what is um, Marcella, Marcella's like little boyfriend called? <clears throat> uh, Tristan. Tristan. I mean, are or the... Tristane or whatever the fuck they call. It. Well, you know, tomato, tomato, Tristan, Tristane. Are the Lannisters potentially going to <laughs> Tristane? Oh, it's so it's so complicated because he's taking over a part that, like, it's very different in the books where there's like three different characters doing a thing that now seems to one character is doing, and they're going in completely different directions in the book. And so I have no idea, like, could they be sending him to go to King's Landing, then be returned back to Dorne so that he goes somewhere else, and then... And then I mean, that would be char- spending a lot of time on one character that doesn't seem that major. Exactly, so it almost feels like, I don't know, it's weird, and that's why I can't really predict what they're going to do with him. I do think that there's no way that Cersei would let him be on the council, so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that it could, it's possible that she has him killed. We'll see. And maybe that sets up Dorne turning against the Lannisters. But I think that Dorne from the beginning has been against the Lannisters. I don't think that that is even that much of a mystery. I think. No, no, no. So I think whatever Dorne is doing is they have a plan to take down King's Landing. I think that's their plan, and that's not just like a book spoiler. I think that's been set up in the show pretty much from the second that we met the you know the Red Viper. Uh, I think that they want to kill as many Lannisters as possible. So whatever they're doing, whatever this plan is, I don't think that he planned on killing Marcella, mm-hmm. but maybe he did. Maybe that was set up already by... You know, uh, what's his face? The uh, Prince of Dorne. Mm-hmm. 
so his name is, yeah, Doran or something. Doran, that's right. How Doran. could I forget the fucking the most obvious name? Is like uh, I know. What's the name of Danny's <laughs> dragon? Drogon. Drogon. Oh, thank also, you. Also, to be fair, it's a J.R. Martin. You're a little bit lazy between Martell and Terrell's. Like, what? Cicel's the next one. Well, I think or that there's a logic South. to that. I think there's a logic to his naming convention, though. But one of the things that I actually like that Martin does is, you know, there's like 800 Johns in the book. Or that in medieval England, there were like 9 million fucking Johns or Williams, you know, mm-hmm. or William. Like how many Elizabeths there are. Yeah, too many. <laughs> One too many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can kill me off. Um, I'll be on Game of Thrones next season, and we'll find a way to get yeah, me. Yeah, you know. Speaking of Dario, him and Yora going off to find um, Daenerys is just, to me, such a funny plot line. Yeah, I kind of wonder about that whole thing. I don't know, because there's, you know, in the book, it's very different. I mean, it's so different. Like, there's... I mean, obviously, she is where she is in the book and in the show. In fact, mm-hmm. they both ended exactly in the same place. The books ended exactly there. She ends exactly there in the show. Uh, but that whole thing is so weird and so different. And different, like the different character has grayscale, and Dario is actually in prison. Uh, so, like, for this- having such a ridiculous name as Dario, what is he like in a Cuban pop band from 1996? <laughs> well, <laughs> and some people posit that he's not even Dario Nahar. Like, there are all these things, and that he may be like, he may be responsible for everything that's happening in Marine, and that he's been sneaking. Like, there's all these theories that maybe could be true. And I didn't really believe them until Dario went with uh, Jorah. with Jora, And then all of a sudden I started going, oh, it seems like the perfect time for him to do something. Like to maybe try to assassinate Danny or something. Like right as she's about to get mm-hmm. her army. I just want, you know, Yora and Danny to rule together and i'm just kidding i know it's not gonna happen i just Ooh. like I, no i'm just i'm oh, obviously you, oh, kidding Jorah. i'm just Dora. i'm just like you know they're my op they're my otp i think mm, i don't know man i think that you know people like to call him sir friend zone which i think is kind of lame because it's super lame i it's, think he, you know what the he's relationship in love is with like? her but he has also he has a romantic love for her a true love for her and yeah. a platonic love for her. And I think it's kind of like if if Harry had had a mad crush on Hermione, but he knew he could never have her, so he didn't so, really By the way, him. I was definitely shipping Harry and Hermione, and I never understood. Who wasn't? Of and course. I don't understand her getting with... Um, I get her dating Ron as some kind of like high school thing that they laugh about when they're older. I don't see them together at all. Yeah. Um, but I have a comparison though, and I think it kind of stands. And I think this is why I really enjoy that relationship between the two. Do you remember the relationship that between Joe, Jorah and Danny? Yeah. Maybe? Remember the relationship between Joe and the professor in Little Women? Okay. Yeah. 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 And I kind of, in my mind, compare it to that. Um, or Mr. Knightley with Emma in the novel Emma by you know, I also, you can even go to something like uh, A Tale of Two Cities mm-hmm. where he dies for her knowing he can never be with her. Like, that's kind of like, um, it's like so that's romantic. true love. Like, and that is, and that's the true definition of romance. You know, the death of love, like to die for love is romance or to lose love is romance. 
you know, true love is not that. True love is to be together, you know? And so I think that he's a deeply romantic character, Jora, and I think their relationship is deeply romantic. And I think that the reason that she casts him aside or, or throws him out after he betrays her is because mm-hmm. she, he was the last person in the world that she thought would betray her. And I think mm-hmm. that in life, we have these people in our lives who we can't even imagine would ever wrong us because yeah. we have that kind of connection with them. Like, But what that relationship really represents is in the early stages of any relationship, you do things not knowing that the relationship is going to progress to that point. Mm. And so in the early stages of every relationship that you're ever in, and this is like a great piece of advice for any young people. Everybody <clears> listen up. Is that Agnes is giving us his you have wise, to, wise advice. You have to forgive and let go of, like forgive yourself for feeling like you own that relationship even that early on. And forget what that other person did in the first stages of your relationship because they didn't know that you were that important to them at the time they were doing it. And you can't expect that they would. And that's what happened with Jorah is like he had no idea that he was going to fall in love with her. And in her mind, because he was so kind to her and because she was in a stressful situation, a Mm -hmm. new situation where no one but him was on her side – Right. She just thought he's always been on my side. But it's kind wasn't. of like Kate Hudson when she fell in love with Matthew McConaughey and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She didn't know when she was doing a piece and a story on him that she was going to fall in madly in love with him. And then, you know, the tables turned. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> he just took a beautiful comparison and made it into some fucking corny ass shit. I know it's a gift. What the fuck? fuck is wrong with you i know it's really a gift it is a gift oh my god i fucking i pity the man you marry someday anyway um i mean that's never gonna happen i'm just kidding oh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's a that's a fucking long-standing joke right there no, it's 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 been you know it's the culmination of let's just say a very 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 long inside joke. Yeah, a really like an eight year long. I don't even know if it's a joke as much as it's like. <gasps> I don't even know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, a, a thing that happens when two people know each other way too long. <laughs> uh. So anyway. Um. Yeah, so I think that that's a really interesting thing that is, like, I think he's going to go find her. And I think when he shows up, she's going to be at her worst. And she's going to see him because he already, she's already kind of forgiven him mm-hmm. in that moment in the arena. And so, and when I think that Tyrion is also helping her f- deal with her feelings and see things through in less of an emotional way, but more in a honest, this is who's here to help me and who's here to fuck me over kind of way. Yeah. Uh, well, and we'll see if they ever see each other. Also, he's going to be sober next season. Is that going to be any fun? He's not going to be sober. I'm just kidding. If you just remember, Tyrion like... drinks and knows things. He drinks... I know, I know. I was just making that joke based on, remember last season when... Listen, I saw it on your Instagram. The- you quoted that. I did, I did, I did, I did. In I between 500 selfies... <laughs> 
She's not a narcissist. Uh, In between 500 selfies, I saw that. Like, I have to, like, wade through, like, like every, like, seven selfies a day to just find something interesting on your Instagram account. Um, See, I'm not even going to retort to that because it's so true. Like, I am so selfless. I'm selfless. Wow. Selfless? <laughs> really? The opposite of what you are, Bernie Sanders. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> the word I was going to... No, the word I was looking Self-absorbed, for Self-absorbed, I know. Shameless, shameless, and self-absorbed. Oh, oh, but I, oh okay, good. You went, went. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you're not. You're... Well, I can't even... All right, so... <laughs> so I think that when he comes to her, she's going to... Even if he has grayscale, I think it's going to be like... If you were... Let's say there was someone that you were in love with. Uh, for a long time and but you never got together with him you know like it just never happened and then you finally get together like years down the road and you find out oh they have whatever like a venereal disease of some kind or something right (laughs) and and you're like like vd of some kind i don't know what it could be uh i don't know something why are we so on the vd like why can't he have no no no, i'm saying no because it because it's something that ha- like could rub off on you. Like there's not much. Oh, like the grayscale. Yeah. And what would you do? Would you be like, um, yeah, sorry, or would you be like, fuck it, we'll just figure out a way of dealing with this. I think that's what Danny's gonna do. I think because she lost him already once before, or threw him away, or cast him aside, and that he comes back to her, he's gonna tell her he has grayscale, and she's gonna be like. You know what? We'll just figure it out, buddy, because I only trust you. Cause, and I think that's why I kind of feel like Dario might try something or might do something. That and anyways, she's already him. used to writing something with scales. I don't see it being a problem. <laughs> writing something with scales. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. I'm glad that recorded. <laughs> Uh, yes, she's gonna ride him. <laughs> I, you know, my point wasn't that she's gonna ride him, but I know, no, I think I know. she's gonna ride with him into the sunset. Yeah, and I think that mm-hmm. there has been some uh conjecture on the parts of book readers that he's going to bring well, someone's gonna bring the grayscale to Westeros. And that it is going to become an epidemic. And I could see that, but maybe not. But if it were to happen, yeah. it would be because Danny doesn't want to leave him behind. I think for the show, I think it could happen that way. Where she just like, well, I know you have grayscale, but I'm going to bring you along anyway, buddy. Because I love you and I don't <laughs> and trust anybody else. And then the plague else. fucking happens. And it's the Middle Ages all over again. But yeah. it's not the plague. It's grayscale. Yeah. And it and- would be interesting. If that happened. And what if it affects the White Walkers, too? But what if, you know, while Sam is away um, learning to be a maester, he finds out that there are some properties to Grayscale that could potentially... I mean, this is just speculation, because isn't this a a speculation podcast? Yeah, I I like this. I like this train of thought. Maybe in his studies, going to discover that Grayscale has some kind of nefarious effect on white walkers i do think that something's like sam is definitely going to old town to find something uh out like he's going to find something that is going to be really important i think in the end of the day 
he's going to be the one who maybe saves the day. And I think that line that Stannis says to him in the previous season, where he says, you know, keep reading Samuel Tarly. Um, I think that that's really important. I think that it's something that he will do to, I don't know, to save everyone in the long run. But I think that there's also other things that are going to happen this season that we haven't really even been, that I think people have kind of forgotten about. And I think that's the great joys who are very important in the later books that everyone says are boring books, you know, Mm -hmm. the last two books. But they're really important, and something is happening. Something is going to happen with the Greyjoys, and we'll see what that is. And are you busy with your fucking phone on a podcast? I'm listening to you. You B-word. I'm I'm, ans- I'm, in- I'm listening to you. Yeah. Fucking hey, man. I can't believe <laughs> that you are taking a text. I'm not taking a text. What were you doing? I was double checking an email for something that I needed to remember oh, for tomorrow. So important during the biggest, most important podcast of all fucking time. Knights of Outer Ren, episode four, the number one podcast <laughs> on my channel. Uh, <laughs> you have my full attention, as scary as that is. And by the way, nobody ever wants my full attention. So. Uh, uh, I don't even know what that means. So. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, I don't know. know. What to do with that. I don't know what to do with that information. That that woe is me shit from you. <laughs> woe is me. What else do we what else should we discuss about? I think oh, oh, we kind of we kind of talked about what we thought uh, in the previous version of this podcast that didn't get recorded. Uh we kind of talked about the fact that what we thought was going to happen with Jon Snow. And I said, you know, I think he's going to be resurrected. He's not going to be exactly Jon Snow, but Uh he's going to be a version of him. And I think Bran will have something maybe to do with it. We'll see. Uh, But I do think that Jon Snow will be resurrected and he will call the wildlings to his side and he will go take on the Boltons. And somewhere along the line, people will die. And then somewhere along the line... Sansa will show up with her Knights of the Vale and they will and maybe some other allies and they will attack and I think the Boltons will lose and I think I mean, that we will thank see the Lord what's going to happen to Reek Well that's an entirely different thing and I think that Reek's storyline is probably going to take him back to his family mm. but I don't know how long that will take like that's the thing like in the books he still isn't there uh, but I do think that he's going to link up with his sister again, and I mm-hmm. think it's after Euron Greyjoy shows because he, you know, he's showing up on the show, and I think that uh, he's going to do his thing, whatever it is. And I don't know, like there, there are these things that are, that are introduced in the books that they haven't introduced in the show at all, and there are these horns that are like magic horns, and I don't know if they're going to actually introduce them in the show, but if they were going to. This season would be the time to do it, and Euron Greyjoy would be the guy to do it. And there is a magic horn that could have, you know, a lot of uh, crazy properties to it that could lead us to the end of the series. So I wonder if they're going to do that. And that's one of my speculations, is that if they were going to do it, they would introduce it with Euron Greyjoy now. Like, maybe he would even have it with him right away, or, he, or like, right at the end of the season... Uh-huh. He would have it, but we'll see. 
they may avoid it because they've avoided a lot of things like that. That they're just like, eh. Like, the Night's King on the show is like the leader of the White Walkers. But there's no leader of the White Walkers in the books. Like, And even George R. R. Martin has said that there's no leader of the White Walkers. Like, they don't, the Night's King, or at least, is not the leader of the White Walkers. And the, yeah. the Night's King existed a long time ago and has been dead for thousands of years. So... Oh, speaking of the White Walkers, and I'm, you know, a thought about the Wildlings actually is, I wonder what kind of role Thormund is going to be playing in season six. Is he going to be playing any role? Yeah, of course. Because now that John is quote unquote dead, did, 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 um, then that means that the White Walkers that were supposed to come and help out Stannis with the rebellion are kind of aimlessly going around the north at this point. Like, I mean, what are the White Walkers, I mean, sorry, the Wildlings moving towards now that Jon Snow is gone and Thormund doesn't really, like, take and go, what, going back up north? It'll be really interesting to see if maybe they kill the remaining Night's Watchmen, mm-hmm. uh, maybe. And I always thought that would be really interesting if the Wildlings were left there, like avenge John, and then have to basically take over the Night's Watch. Like, they, because they know what's coming, they kind of have to then man the fucking walls, like the yeah. Night's Watch. And I think that would be really interesting that the people who were led by a former Night Watchman would then take over the Night's Watch. I think that would be really interesting. Now, is that what the show is going to do? I have no idea. Like, I do think, and I think the trailers kind of already show us that, that the that the Wildlings will fight in that battle against the Boltons. Yes. And so I think that that's because John is leading them. Now, we've only seen uh, Davos there. and You know that he's my favorite? Oh, yeah. He's, he's a great character. I love him. And, and I love I the mean, actor. Yeah, the actor is fantastic. I mean, besides my um, fascination for uh, Littlefinger, it's um, and obviously Tyrion. But saying that Tyrion's your favorite character is essentially saying like you like pizza. Like shut the fuck up, everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I think Davos. I have a very strong emotional attachment to um, Lord Davos. Yeah. No, I love him. Uh, he, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters on the show, at least. I don't yeah. know about the books. I don't know. It's he's a different character on the books. But uh, and he has a kind of a different arc in many ways, and he does a lot of I don't know maybe he'll do those things this season, but we'll see. Now that's the other thing because there is a plot line in the books that I don't think they will do in the show, which is where Davos goes. He goes to find Rickon, and I don't think that or Rickon, however you want to call him. There. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen in the show, but I do believe that we will see Rickon again. Mm-hmm. And I think that it could be possible that Rickon is captured and may, because there is something from the trailer that really made me think that this is going to happen. Uh, in the trailer, you hear Ramsay's voice, but you see Tyrion's face, and he says something like, Do you like to play games, little man? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no way that Tyrion and Ramsay are together. Yeah. And this script is being now. You wouldn't say this if you were if the script was being written by a Brit, but it's being written by Americans. And in America, you call little kids little man. Yes, you do. And so he says, "Little man, 
The only thing I can impossibly imagine is talking to a kid. Rickon is a kid. Oh my god, I think Ramsey has Rickon. Oh my god, he's gonna kill him. I think he's gonna kill him, and that's gonna start the war between John's troops and and I think there's another scene in the trailer. You see Sansa, and it looks like she's on the battlefield, and she has, like, you know, Stark uh, yeah. insignia on and everything. And she looks really, like, sad, maybe. I think maybe this is after the battle, after they've defeated the Boltons, and she knows her brother, little brother's dead. I also think he might actually kill um, Roose Bolton's wife, who's carrying um He may that, do that, too, yes. And he may child. kill Roose Bolton, too. Yeah, he may kill Roose Bolton. At this I think point. that he may kill a lot of people right before he himself dies. I think, although I don't think this will happen in the books, I do think that at the end of the day, either Jon Snow will kill him, or Sansa will order him killed by Jon Snow, or something like that. Or Sansa will do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I, although I don't think so. I think Could Sansa is going to be a leader. I don't think she's going to be a warrior. Uh, but I and I think. The There's end, no way that Arya could come up and kill. No, him. I don't think not now. I think in the next season, but I think she will be on her way. When we see, um, I think at the end of season six, Arya will be on her way to the north. And but I think Sansa will be there, and I think maybe after this is another prediction of mine. I think after uh, Roose and or after Ramsay is dead, uh, I think that the men that are left alive will declare Sansa queen. In the north. Oh, I see that happening as well. I think that Sansa's gonna, and I think that right now she's being trained by Littlefinger to take on that role. That's what he's doing. I think that's his final plan. Right. But I think he thinks that he has her wrapped around his finger, his little finger, and I don't think he does. And I think we'll see where that. Plays Do you see out. him falling in love with Sansa like he fell in love with Catelyn because oh, it's her yeah. daughter? Yeah, oh, I think yeah. that's. I my, think he already is. Yeah. I think he's. I mean, I think he's getting to it and i would say that i'm seeing in his way of um taking care of her and also trusting her in a way with stories and his feelings and yeah yeah, i I definitely see it happening like i see it you know you saw it happen with um dora and Daenerys in a way like even though he's older there's this type of admiration for the strength of this young woman and also her innate um, intelligence. And I think Sansa is a very intelligent girl. Yeah, yeah, she definitely is. And I think one of the things that you've seen with Sansa, even as people were always calling her like a terrible character and all that shit, is that she knows when to shut up. Yeah. And that's something that uh, Arya doesn't. I think that's why. No, Arya, she's much more of a run, firecracker. Yeah, in the long run, Arya will die because of it. But. Um, you think, think Arya's going to die? Yeah, I think the only one who's going to be left is going to be Sansa. I think every other Stark will drop dead, I think. And I I could see, like, Sansa surviving and being Queen in the North or whatever they're going to call her by that point. And because that, then also doesn't... Um, sorry, um, but Littlefinger wants to become Warden of the North. And, and that may have just been a, a play on his part for Cersei. I, I don't think that... I, I don't think that that's what Littlefinger's play is. I think Littlefinger wants to be king of the entire kingdom. And I think that he would say to Sansa, like, you can be queen in the north. Kind of like the deal that Rob wanted. Which is like, yeah, we'll stay in the north. We'll run that. And then, you know, and yeah. he would have her wrapped around his fingers. So the queen in the north would be just a title. And he would just let her have it. 
and maybe yeah. he would marry her and then he would be king of everything like, like yeah. whatever but little finger has a master plan that i don't think will work because i don't th- see george r. r martin giving little finger everything he wants i think in the long run he's gonna lose just like everyone else who wants everything and the people who don't want everything may be the ones who end up sitting on the throne and i think that you know it would be really interesting like i don't know who it could be who would be left alive sitting on the throne but like Jon Snow is the only one who doesn't yeah. want it he, and yeah. so it's it would be poetic I mean also I also like there. I mean he's not the only one who doesn't want it but out of the characters who you would think would want it yeah he's the only one who doesn't because we don't see Varys well who could be like that's the other thing yeah, he or- could be because now obviously they set it up last season uh, and I think we're going to get it this season because we already see in the, in the uh, trailers uh, two knights with Targaryen, you know, sigils yeah. on their armor, which means we are getting a flashback, mm-hmm. and it looks like a tower behind them, and we only know of one place that has any significance with a tower, Tower with of a- Joy, which was, you know, last year they set up that whole Lyanna Stark story and about yeah, Rhaegar, Rhaegar Targaryen. I always think of uh, the Red Viper telling that story. You know, the noble, beautiful Rhaegar Targaryen. Uh, and uh, I think that we're going to find out who Jon Snow's mother and father are. And I think that R plus L equals J is going to be confirmed. That oh, Jon of course. Snow is the son of that's Rhaegar that's and Lyanna. Mm-hmm. And that that's, you know, that... Uh, Ned fucking took it on himself. And that's why, you know, you know nothing, Jon Snow, is because he doesn't know that really Yana and Rhaegar are his actual mother and father. Well, I think that he knows nothing because he knows everything. (laughs) Okay, sure. Uh, um, What is the whole... um, Because, I mean, this is super picky, nitty-gritty, but you know... It's mm-hmm. me, and I'm like fucking. Where's Waldo when it comes to this shit? Yeah. Um, when um, Littlefinger is telling this story to Sansa, he mentions um, when Rhaegar wins the tournament and he passes his wife and he lays the victor's crown on Lyanna's lap that it's made of blue winter roses. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that. Knowing this is Game of Thrones, this needs to have some kind of significance, doesn't it? So it has a significance in the book. Because when... Uh, now, you remember that in season two, I believe, yes. Uh, Danny has a vision and she sees, you know, King's Landing or the, the Iron Throne. And there's like, mm-hmm. you know, snow and all that. And she walks outside and she's at the wall. In the book... She walks up to the wall, and there is a blue flower on the wall. And the significance oh, of that right. is that John, you know, like the flower and the led to Liana and Rhaegar together, started the war, blah, 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 is now at the wall. A lot of fans have speculated from that 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 is the whole sign that R plus L equals J and all that. Now, it's mentioned... If it's mentioned on the show, though, it's there's no way it's a throwaway line. Like they don't just say that stuff on the show. Exactly, they ne- there's no throwaway it. line in Game of Thrones because can we remember when, um, like we were mentioning earlier, the first episode of season five when yeah. 
gold will be their shrouds. That's mentioned because yeah, we have and that's from the book too. And, so and also when um in episode four or no, it was episode I forget which episode it was, but when um Tyrion tells Yora that his father died. Um, Jorah had no idea, and he tells him that his father was killed by a mutiny. And so then, you know, five episodes later, you have John being killed by his own men, who's also yeah. part of the Night's Watch. So mm-hmm. whatever the show gives you, you yeah. fucking take it, and you yeah. excavate it like a fucking archaeologist. Yeah, I mean, that's why they brought Melisandre to uh, Thoros of Mir, which doesn't happen in the book. Mm-hmm. But in the show, they do it so that we go, oh... She knows that she can resurrect Jon Snow, you know, and all this shit. So I think, and I think they want us to say, oh, when Mel is there, she's going to resurrect him. Which also I think, now obviously I could be wrong and she could just end up resurrecting him. I think that that's a, uh, like a a, a way to misdirect us. That we Mm -hmm. think that's going to happen and it's not. That she has to go and find Thoris Amir. But we'll see. Maybe it won't. Um, I mean, we do know that he is back this season, but he may be back for a different storyline. So we'll see. We, we don't know. Um, but I, I do think that you are onto something there, and I think we're going to find something out. And maybe, you know, I, I think that we are aware of certain flashbacks that we're going to get this season. They're probably going to come through Bran. And I also I think, think we might get a flashback speculation from me. Um, or I don't know if it's a flashback or he's going to appear end of season uh, five, John runs out because he thinks that his uncle has appeared. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that there might, you know, be a scene where John's uncle might come back. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, it would be great because he's been missing and nobody knows where he is. And there's so many speculations from book readers of who he is, where he is. Uh, It's possible he's just dead. But we'll see. Although there has been some kind of leaks of information about a scene that was shot that has a young version of him oh. in the show, like a, a oh, I did flashback. not know that. And if he's in a flashback, like why even do that? Unless I don't know. But we'll see. But then again, Ned, I think, appears twice this season in flashbacks. And that may just be to set up the Jon Snow story. So we'll see. I don't know. But you you might be right. I would love to see Benjen return. Uh, he, it, You know, I, I liked the character for like the two or three episodes he was mm-hmm. in. So that would be really interesting. But I don't know. We'll see. It would be great. I think there's just going to be things that the show is never going to touch on that are definitely going to be touched on in the books. And he might be one of them. But we'll see. And I'll, And I think that... Uh, have we touched on anything that's going to happen? I can't remember now because now we've done two versions of this. Did we touch on what we think is going to happen in King's Landing? Especially with the Tyrells and um, where we see uh, Olena and Marjorie and essentially what that's going to be like for them in season six now that Cersei is essentially powerless but she's gonna try to come back in some way and i think that marjorie uh i do think that she's gonna get out of prison eventually but they've already kind of set up that she's gonna be different that she's gonna be like changed yeah she's not gonna be the same marjorie when she comes out and i think loris might end up having to fight for his life and maybe will be killed by the you know monster mountain 
Um, which would be really interesting because the Tyrells are not going to fucking like that. And I think it would be really interesting if, because everything Cersei does, she does without thinking and she does because she's, you know, like, like a typical narcissist. She thinks that every one of her ideas are brilliant and they always come back to fucking like hurt her in the long run. And Mm -hmm. I think that it, that might start some sort of like, war between the Tyrells and Lannisters that the Lannisters mm-hmm. or the Baratheons or whatever you want to call them cannot win. Yeah. And I think that would be really interesting and you know and it w- I don't know there's so many opportunities there for the story to go to shit mm-hmm. but I do think that you don't introduce all that wildfire in season two and barely use it and not have it come back. I think the I you know I feel like the Mad King and it's been said so many times now burn them all you know uh, yeah. it's been brought up so many times I think the Cersei is going to be the Mad Queen in the end I think she's going to lose her Ooh. shit I, I, and she's yeah. going to order you know like that everyone be burnt with a wildfire because she has tons of it still like she could fucking burn down all of King's Landing with it and I do think, hey, and this nothing. is something I was getting at mm-hmm. in the other version of this. Uh, I think it would be interesting if Jamie has to kill yet another mad king slash queen. Yeah, nothing else here. Like a woman scorned, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a feminist, so I don't buy into that kind of fucking sexist shit. But uh, I think that she... I think that's actually really good. I think that's a... That's a freaking yeah. spot-on speculation. So we'll um, see if that happens this season or, or in another season. But I think that she is going to turn into. I just the don't see. Queen. I don't see her staying sane after her three kids are fucking dead. No. Her brother that she's in love with, she considers to be some kind of traitor because he saved the little brother who killed her. Essentially, yeah. who killed her father? Like she's fucked up. Like yeah. she could use a shit ton of therapy. Yeah. This. The, I really think this season, based on what. You know, everything that's being set up and the differences that I think that they, the D&D are doing and the fact that they've said they're only th- they, they think they're only like 13 episodes left of the show mm-hmm. uh, suggests to me that yeah, and they're going to be shorter. Yeah, and that yeah, everything is going to turn to shit like everything's going to turn to shit at the end of the season that we will have like a victory and we'll be like, yay, the Starks win in episode, you know, 609. And then in 610, everything turns to shit. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think there's going to be just dominoes fucking falling left and right. And that people are going to just walk away going, what What happens next? I think it's going to be almost like the way I envision it. Whatever. Remember in the end of season two, you know, Sam is running. And they're like, oh, it's three horns. <laughs> it's the White Walkers. And he's running away. And we see the yeah. White Walkers. And we're like, what the fuck? I think we're going to get that moment again at the end of the season where it's not going to be like a happy ending. It's going to be like, oh, my motherfucking God. It's just, it's, something's happening here. And it might may have to do with the White Walkers. Maybe my final prediction. Yeah. The wall comes down. Ooh. Oh, shit. Oh, look, look, this is my, this is my uh, dating profile face. <laughs> get all the, um, the wall falls Comes down. down. Yeah. Um, it's basically Humpty Dumpty 
So I see Arya leaving the cult. I see Lord Varys and Tyrion really working together in Marine, and I see that having an effect on um, the work that's going on in King's Landing with um, that Lord Baelish is trying to establish. The puzzle and the pieces that he's planning. Oh yeah, because he is kind of working with the Tyrells. Yeah, so, yeah that he is sure. kind of working with the Tyrells. That's why I think that there's going to be something with that. I would like to reiterate my strike of genius earlier where I was talking about the grayscale and potentially Sam finding something um, while he's in Old Town on grayscale affecting White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that. I like that theory. Actually, I really is that. Was that in this one or the other podcast? No, it's in this one. It's okay. definitely in this one. It's, it's in the recorded version. Good. There to be some kind of revelation to Dora up to Danny about how much he loves her because oh. that would make me so happy. Oh. Just and my heart would feel like my heart would the heart that I do not have oh. would grow. I think that is true. She is a heartless monster i am a heartless monster i'm literally like the wall she is she's like ice queen she's like frozen you know like she literally just walked around going let it go you knew that that let was coming go. you know that i hate that Don't song fall for me um you hate that song i do hate that song it's tough fucking shit just deal with it just fucking deal with it, all right? I'm not asking permission to sing that song. Oh, actually, oh, Dis- oh. Disney? Oh, I, I have, have you asked Oh, I, I do need permission. Oh, never mind. I got a copyright strike. One last question, because um, it just came up to me now. Grey Worm and other, well, especially Grey Worm, but we've noticed in season six that Unsullied are finding their emotions. Yeah. Like that one Unsullied that went to the Yeah, because they still have their penises, probably. Yeah, but that one Unsullied didn't want to get his dick sucked. He just wanted this woman to yeah. caress his hair. and Because that com- the warmth and comfort and love. Mm-hmm. I think what it is is they can definitely feel love. And they can fall in love and they mm-hmm. feel like the caress of a woman. Uh, or whatever, or of a man, if that's how they want to go. Christ. What is wrong with you? Everything. Everything is wrong with me, Magnus. Like... (sighs) And you add that in the podcast, like, at the beginning or at the end, they'll be like, what are we listening to? But you're wrong. (laughs) I, you know, we we always talked about, and I think we did it. Did you and I do it, or was it? I can't remember. It was you and I or Vlad who did an all outtakes podcast once. Oh my god! Yeah, you're cute like a oh. I'm cute like a woof woof. <laughs> like a son of the harpy. Sexy like a meow meow, and cute like a woof woof. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're no, not. No, I'm if not. You were sorry. If you were sorry, it would have already happened. 
Oh, there was a weird noise going on in my room that was freaking me out. And for some reason, I thought it was my candle. And I was like, candles don't make noise. Well, I mean, just the crackle. But Except it was, when they talk to you. But it was, or, you know, let me basically put up the candle at the window because horrible things are being done to me and I need to be saved. Uh, hashtag what? Sansa. What? What the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, Sansa. Um, but it was actually my water bottle because I have like a sparkling water bottle right next to my bed. Oh. And it was half open like only a little bit of air was going through so there was like a sound going and it was freaking me out i was like what is going on you know what's really funny is you said it was my water and i literally like finished that sentence my water broke like literally (laughs) like i was like what the why did i do that yeah i'm giving birth to a demon baby a la melisandre here's the thing i respect your autonomy (laughs) that's funny um Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You know how I feel. No, about no, not her. Not the one you think <laughs> I'm going to say. Not Rosie O'Donnell. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. are we? No, you're not doing this on YouTube, are you? Yeah. I'm gonna, well, I put it on YouTube also. I put all the podcasts so on YouTube. So my face is going to be on YouTube? Yeah, why not? My face is going to be on YouTube. Who gives a fuck about you? You're beautiful. Look at me. I'm a fucking hideous monster. Relationship is that is not oh it's just romance i I think we should have a whole separate podcast where we really talk about why hermione and ron should have never ended up together in the end and harry and hermione were completely meant to be together and not just because ron was meant to be with me because i definitely should have been in that character of you know lavender brown or fucking luna lovegood who god knows who i would have been but I don't know why I like had the biggest really freaking crush on Ron Weasley when I read the books as a as a teen and as a kid. You're not the only girl. A lot of girls I know had a really big crush on him. I think it's because he's kind of the goofy athlete. You, Ron would start drinking and be completely depressed and be <laughs> terrible, but he wouldn't cheat on Hermione. But Ginny, on the other hand, I could totally see, you know, coming home from work looking at her husband in the kitchen and not finding anything to say to each other because they're completely disconnected and, you know, taking our car keys and going for a drive and ending up in a bar and seeing some guy, you know, looking at her from across the bar. And then um, he asks her if she's doing okay. He buys her a drink. Seven drinks later, she's, you know, fucking him in her car and wondering what the fuck am I doing with my life and then coming home and (laughs) having to look at her children thinking, I'm a horrible mother. Why did I just do that? And yet I feel so alive. One of my favorite lines of season five is when he says, I know, but I still love her. And I was like, oh, man, that's so sweet. Because even though he knows she's dead, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that she's dead. He's still he's going to love her forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. ever.